coming up on today's episode of Days with Dom. Maybe there might be a, a niche that you were talking about earlier. Maybe there's that in college athletics. Like, how can we help guys become, you know, start their way to, you know, something you want to be professional? How can you start building your brand now? And, and, and we can relate to that. You know, there's a lot of people who are in the field or in the realm of sports or in the industry itself that, you know, might not have played at the highest level or at some of the highest levels, so to speak. Um, you know, we know the time that it took, you know, we know the grind, we know what that is, you know, that's, that's a whole other separate side of the business. Um, and, and to, to have that knowledge to go into that, you know, being on the business side, you know, I feel like that's, that's just putting your best foot forward. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Today, I have two guests on with me for the first time. A lot of fun there. I have Austin Sumners and Jalen Burks. Uh, they're Georgetown University graduate students and the founders of Moonshot Sports Company. And what Moonshot is, is it's a uh, digital branding, a social amplification, and marketing company. And they're a black-run business. And it's funny, the two of them actually met in a graduate program, in the graduate program, in a class. And um, they kind of just had similar ideas. And they had this idea to start this company where they were able to you know, help players, uh, coaches, prospects, anybody looking to get ahead in the sports world on, uh, you know, informing them on the power of social media, how to do it right, how to build their personal brand, uh, how to market for the now, and always stay one step ahead of the game. So they're there to help them with all of that. And I really believe in what they're doing. You know, like we talked about in the interview, as you guys will hear, we live in like the high, we live in the highlight generation, as they said, like, you know, it's, it's so much different. Kids are, Every, everything's through social media. Every the way we get our news, the way we watch sports, like we, we everything we get, it's through social media. So, you know what I what I see them doing is, you know, they're finding a need, uh, they're targeting a specific niche, and you know they're just going after it. And they've got a lot of great stuff in the works. I really believe in what they're doing. They're two genuine, authentic dudes, and they love what they're doing. Uh, they love working with each other, and you know I see them going very far in the future. So I had a really great conversation with them. Uh, I was different talking with uh, two people at one time, but you know, it was easy. We, we got to, we got three different opinions instead of two. And, you know, it was just really cool to, uh, to have that for the first time. But again, uh, I had a really good time talking with them. Uh, they have a lot of great stuff in the works. Also check out their shop. They have a shop now too. And uh, a third of their proceeds go to a uh, youth baseball organization that the two of them volunteer and coach in. So again, uh, we talked a lot about uh, D3 athletics. The two of them were both, uh, former Division Three uh, athletes. I actually knew Austin. He was a soccer player and baseball player. Uh, Dickinson uh, for the well, he was a senior when I was a freshman, and I just got to know Jalen. And he actually uh, he's from someone in the area, Jersey, but uh, he also played baseball at Newman University. So they both have that uh, that athletic background, and that's what inspired them to start. I'm sorry <laughs> to start to start Moonshot Sports Company. And, you know, they miss that competitive edge, that competitive nature. And what they're able to do now with what they learned is, you know, build this brand that they care about. And I can see, you know, I see it going very far in the future. And, you know, look, I'm really glad I got connected with them. I had a great conversation. And, yeah, so let's just get into it. All right, three, two, one. Austin, Jalen, fellas, pleasure to have you guys here with me tonight. Appreciate it. Glad to be here, man. Yeah, great. Man, glad we all can be, you know, finally get up to meet up. Uh, I know Austin's been talking about this for a minute, so let's get it. Yeah. Excited. Yeah, yeah. first one, uh, first dual, kind of like triple interview. 
the three of you guys have only done one-on-one, so having the two of you guys here, it's going to be dope. Uh, we're going to bounce a lot of stuff off each other. And, you know, I'm really just interested in what you guys have been doing. You know, you launched Moonshot Sports recently. I know you guys have been – that's been in the works since about, like, 2019 or so. So, yeah, yeah just really, really excited to hear what you guys have been up to with that. No, for sure. So I guess I can get it started. Um, I'm Austin from New Jersey, um, one of the co-founders of Moonshot Sports. Um, I guess the idea of Moonshot uh, came from Jalen and I um, meeting at Georgetown University uh, in the sports industry management program. Um, we were both in a few of the same classes and um, both had long-term projects or uh, semester-long projects, which involved us to have a business plan or a business idea. Um, and both of our ideas were kind of playing off of each other in separate classes um, and, you know, putting all this time and work into something, kind of look at each other and say, you know, I think this is something that we can do. Um, you know, I think it's something that we can help people and create a sort of added value um, with this young entrepreneur spirit um, and make something happen. So that's how it, I guess, kind of came to. Um, we started this, uh, I'd say, January 2019. Um, and here we are now. Dope. Uh, Jalen, I honestly, Austin, you and me went to school together for one year, you know, so, you know, we don't even know each other like, super well, but uh, Jalen's first time talking to you. So just really want to get a little bit more about you. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, name's Jalen Burks uh, from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Um, so, you know, as Austin said, it was in the Georgetown Sim program, just actually finished up uh, this past May. Uh, so, you know, had this similar idea of just kind of, you know, want to always be around sports, played sports growing up, things like that. So definitely want to work in sports. But, you know, baseball was my sport growing up and uh, played in college. And it was kind of just like for me, you don't really see a lot of kids talking about baseball players. Hmm. And so this kind of idea of like, how do you bring baseball players more to the forefront of sports and how can you make them more likable, more personable and, you know, put this together, this project for class. And, you know, I was telling Austin about it one day in our other classes. He was like, huh. I like that. He's like, you know, I play baseball too. He's like, you know, he's like, I kind of like the idea of bringing people together digitally and socially and bringing those athletes out. He was like, you know, I kind of like working with Twitter and things like that. And we're like, all right, well, let's uh, combine ideas here, see where we can go, man. So, you know, it's been a, it's been a crazy year and a half, honestly, and it's, uh, it's fun while we're, you know, building, I guess is the way to put it. For sure. And I mean, it's convenient. Jalen actually just happened to, you know, live not too far away um, in DC. So, I mean, we were able to meet up when we had ideas floating back and forth, even if that was just on, you know, online on PS4, just, you know, just uh, throwing things uh, back and forth. Um, but, I mean, essentially, I guess to give, you know, a background of what Moonshot is, we're a sports marketing um, and branding firm. Um, you know, we um, co-founded by Jalen and myself. Um, and, you know, what our goal is to, is to help um, athletes and amplify everything they do well. You know, help, help them, you know, get their voice out there. Um, whether that's on a, uh, on the digital side via social media, um, on the internet, um, and just share their story. Um, people have a lot to share and sometimes that kind of gets hidden, you know, throughout the limelight of, you know, being on the field. Um, but you know, if you want to share their voice off the field as well. Right. Yeah. I want to go back to something that Jalen just said that kind of hit me like, damn, it's, it's, it's honestly like you said, baseball players aren't at like the forefront of sports. Like, you know, it's not the way it used to be. I feel like it's just the past 10 years or so where baseball's kind of like taking a little dip. 
And, you know, you don't know the best player, who the best players are in baseball. Like they're not like prevalent in the media and news and like there's kids aren't waking up and watching sports center. Like we did before we got on the bus to go to school, you know, yeah, kids sure. wake up and they're checking Twitter and they're going on Instagram. Yeah. And, you know, they're looking and you're seeing these same couple of guys, like even like when I was growing up, you know, you would, you go on sports center, it's, you get David Ortiz highlights and you got Ryan Howard and you got Derek Jeter, Alex Rodriguez, like yeah. all, all these guys, like, and everybody knows like those are, they're not just big in baseball. Like they're big, like for sure globally, like in the whole media. So like, I mean, you look at Mike Trout, he's like one of the, he's a generational talent. He's one of the best ball base, best baseball players I've ever seen. And I guarantee you 90% of people in America, if you ask them like who the best baseball player in the MLB is, they would have no idea just because sure. they know he's taking a dip. I feel like. For sure. Um, I think so. Realistically, I think what happened was kind of, you know, the last true celebrity of the game you have would be Derek Jeter. You know, mm -hmm. obviously A-Rod's kind of taken off in the off-field off sense more. But, you know, definitely like having Derek Jeter in New York, he was the face of baseball for a while. You know, he was the the clutch guy, the guy who was going to win. He was a winner. Everybody liked him. You never know off-the-field stuff. Yeah. You know, MLB was able to market that. But, you know, a guy like Trout, it's just unfortunate because obviously generational talent. Could go down one of the best baseball players ever, fellow South Jersey guy. So I definitely got to put on some love for that. <laughs> but you know, it's kind of like he's just he just wants to play ball. And that's it. Yeah. And like I get it, I get it. Like I can't imagine how much spotlight and media, media and people and old people who in like in your life, past life, who like show up and try to get money off you, things like that. Like that's probably stressful. But you know, it's just not something he wants to do i wish bryce harper was the best because you know he's definitely out there people know who he is just because they kind of didn't like him he had a chip on his shoulder kind of thing um so it's just it's unfortunate but you know maybe maybe it changes changes i should say with a lot of younger guys coming up like ronald acuna yeah. and uh fernando tatis jr for sure for he's sure. bringing a lot of flavor to the game that's what people want to see yeah, I mean, no doubt the future of the game rests in, like, <clears throat> young, these couple of young players that we see. Like, even Bryce Harper, he's only, like, what, like, 26, 27 years old. Mm -hmm. yeah. like, uh, you know, Acuna and all the, that whole entire Braves team, those guys are right. so young, and they're going to be together. Even, like, Dansby Swanson and uh, mm -hmm. you know, Ronald Acuna and all those other guys. That, like, Fernando Tatis Jr. is, like, a stud. It's funny. I remember watching his dad play uh, for the Mets. Yeah. I, I would sit out in left field at uh, Citizens Bank Park and we used to chirp. <laughs> but yeah I agree like it's just it's going to take a lot for baseball to I mean there's always going to be baseball fans and yeah. the money's not like the money's always going to be there for baseball um but like it, it's definitely in in a world today that's run that's dominated by like fast pace instant gratification mm -hmm. and all these kind of things like kids parents aren't putting their kids like in baseball they're putting them in other things where yeah. it, it baseball you know it requires a lot of discipline hard work mental toughness and sure. you fail more times than you succeed in baseball and you know that's in yeah. society i feel like that's not the way like we're going about things it's like we want to yeah. we want to always succeed always succeed and never have these failures and kind of learn from them and that, that's yeah. why i think baseball I play baseball too. And baseball taught me a lot about like discipline, hard work, mm -hmm. respect, all this kind of stuff. And I just think that parents aren't, they're not teaching their kids these kind of stuff. No, not for sure. For yeah. sure. You know, everybody sees like on Instagram, you know, those models and Instagram models and things like that. And like, that's perfect. You know, that there's that kind of level of perfection that I can reach. And it's kind of like, you know, well, three out of 10, it's not great. 
when like realistically you're like yo 300 that's a hall of fame career exactly. you know and so it's just kind of i guess times are changing is the way to put it mm -hmm. but i mean you know i kind of feel like i'm dating myself when i say that but you know it's just like you're not it's just kind of for sure that's the way it's going and then you also see it to a point of you know you know i understand that you know there are kids out there that like to move around and you know, I feel like they're a little, you know, still on the baseball field, not as much action going on. And then you also see, you know, a lot of these better athletes playing um, football or basketball, you know, with their size or even, you know, not with their size that they might you know, be naturally gifted with, so to speak. Um, but, you know, that's sort of where I see that younger generation going. And I, I, I'm thinking that, you know, this new wave in baseball with, Tatis with Juan Soto, you know, can bring that back, that excitement back to baseball. Cause you know, I feel like it's there right now. Obviously we are in a weird time with, you know, the pandemic going on, but you know, still that that's something to look forward to. I know every night or every morning when I go to watch highlights. Yeah. For sure. yeah I mean, again, I've been a baseball fan my whole life. I still follow it. Uh, it's just, it's just been weird like following baseball the past couple of years and just seeing like, you know, it, it's not, it's not the way it used to be even mm -hmm. then. I, I, there's just something about it. I'm not really sure, but also you see like kids, kids, they're geared and they're They gravitate towards like basketball and mm -hmm. football, basketball, especially I think because you see these 19 year old kids like right. making millions you see accounts on Instagram, like overtime blowing up these kids. Like they're exactly. like 15 years old. Like you got Mikey Williams with like yeah. a million and a half followers. Yeah. Not, yeah. Like, not even graduated. He's like a sophomore in high school. And so, like, kids, they're geared toward that. Like, we're, we're like, a generation built on, like, YouTube and Twitter and Instagram and, you know, all these, other, like, TikTok, all these other things where, you know, it wasn't always like that. So. Yeah, right. And the highlight generation, man, that's what they call it. So, yeah. is what it is. <laughs> right. I mean, how many kids are even sitting down and watching, like, a full game of, like, almost, any, almost anything? Like, it's hard. Right. And on commercials? Like, back on the phone, right? Right, yeah. back at it, and it's, <laughs> and it's kind of like if it's a good game, they're gonna check Twitter or Instagram or somebody's gonna text them like, "Yo, this game's crazy, turn it on." And they're yeah. like, "All right, cool." Then I'll watch the game. game. Yeah, no, no, no. Or they're or they're showing the DMs on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So you guys are uh, looking at the Moonshot website. You know, I've had a chance to kind of like look into you guys and like everything that you're about. Also, dope, dope. Uh, video drop on Instagram that first one you guys did that was appreciate that so sick so sick like again anybody anybody listening to this right now go check them out at Moonshot Sports like awesome like I really love what you guys are doing and I love that you guys are based on like a vision and a mission you know so like I was talking about that in one of my classes it was which was about like environmental science about like you know brands like Patagonia and like Tesla like they don't even really have to market themselves because like they're based their values they're built on like the like a mission for like a greater good like yeah. patagonia literally tells their customers like not to keep buying stuff they tell them to like patch it up and fix it themselves because they don't want to like create emissions and like tesla like they're driving down global emissions and global warming because you know we're not using as much fossil fuels you guys like it's right there in your mission like you're predicated on like a lot of what jackie robinson did and mm -hmm. you're a black run business and it, it when you have a vision, a vision and like a mission that like, and you really, you show people that you really care about something and you're looking for the greater good and, you know, not just to make a few quick bucks. I think that really sticks with people and that really resonates with people. So like for me, like I, I can see like the genuineness and authenticity that you guys have 
appreciate that. We really do, you know, and, you know, I guess from a sort of business perspective, you know, we want to make sure that people, you know, get their own voice out there. You know, you can come to us with a project or an idea, um, you know, we can do the entire thing for you, but that's not really, you know, your work. And is that really what you were going for? You know, we want to make sure that everything's done in collaboration form. You know, we're going back and forth with, you know, multiple drafts, making sure that we're on the same page and that, you know, that we are aligned with that same vision, you know, just to make sure that we're giving, you know, those customers and those clients, you know, what they're looking for and, and you know, the best opportunities for that. Yeah, for sure. I think when you look at it, it's kind of, I think for me, that's where the, the idea really stuck home was because I originally I thought about it just for baseball players. And, you know, it's kind of like you're marketing the person. Like mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's what one of the issues is with baseball players. The guys aren't just marketable. Like nobody, kids don't look up to them. They look up to LeBron James or Cam Newton or whoever, like you see their face a lot. And baseball players, it's hard to be like that. So it's kind of like something for me that it was like that you have to bring into, into this company when starting it. Like you have to be able to, you know, it's not about us. It's about whoever we're helping. It's about our clients. What, what do they want to get out there? What do they want to say? Exactly. It's their voice. Just let us help you, you know, grow that yeah. or amplify it. Amplify that. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Well, I think, I think I, I, well, I definitely agree with you there where like it's, you have to market yourself and like, it's not, you can't just like post your highlight tape anymore. Like your best plays, like you have to, you know, you have to kind of engage with your community and show them that like you're more than just like, like a baseball player, a football player, a hockey player, a track runner, you know, exactly. anything like that. Like one guy that sticks out to me is like Juju, you know, you see him like he in like one year in the NFL, like everybody who knew who Juju was, he's like, he's joining like FaZe Clan on YouTube and like, he's mm -hmm. like playing Madden and like FIFA with all these guys. And he's, yeah. putting, he's putting himself out there and like, obviously like he's not like a top five receiver. He's like maybe top 10, but like he's nothing, he's nothing special, but like, kids know who Juju is because he like he engages with like his followers and his fans and he presents himself really well. And I think that's like, especially like college athletes that are going to come out is just, just kind of like be able to like resonate with like other people and be able to relate with them. Uh, and like that goes along with like other businesses and stuff. Like you have to be able to market yourself well and like conduct yourself in different ways. You have to be like, you have to be multi-faced. Like you can't just be like one thing. So I think what you guys are doing and like teaching people how to like kind of brand themselves better is, is really great. Well, definitely. And I guess one more thing to add on there. Now we're in a generation of where, you know, these, you know, top five, top, you know, top one celebrities have, you know, you know, immediate connection with their fans. You know, Michael Jordan didn't have that, you yeah. know, some of the greats didn't have Muhammad Ali didn't have that. Mm -hmm. um, and now that it's at the tip of our fingers where, you know, you can, you know, comment on a post and they get back to you or, you know, slide in someone's DMs and they get back to you. Um, it's, 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 right, it's, it's, it's right there. Um, and I think developing that, that fan connection and that relationship really does well for those athletes and, you know, brings more in. You know, you see a guy like Kawhi who might not be the most vocal, you know, he's, uh, you know, a little, you know, goofy, so to, so to speak, um, you know, and how he carries himself. But, you know, he's so marketable in what he does, you know, in every step of the way. And, and he's just a guy who grinds and who is just focused on ball. And, you know, it's different for someone who plays basketball because it's a different sort of limelight. But, but it's, you know, look back at it, it's, it's Mike Trout at the same time. Sure. No, yeah, I totally agree. And it's funny you say, uh, it's funny you bring him up because, like, he's not, like, on, you're not going to see him on social media, like, with an account. But you're going to constantly see him, like, memed 
and like like mm-hmm. post it up with like other stuff. So like it's like if they if you don't find a player on social media who's like a player of his caliber and mm-hmm. like you know of his ranks, like they're gonna find other ways to like troll him i guess and like uh, yeah. it's just just weird like he's not <laughs> like everything he does is like turned into like a meme i don't know he's a, he's an interesting guy no for sure definitely that's a human bucket <laughs> but um yeah so i w- one thing i wanted to ask you guys was like what i know like moonshot is like fairly new and jalen you said like at first like you thought you know maybe like we'll just start with baseball uh it's mm-hmm. not like but do you guys think like, do you plan to work on mostly with just players, like with teams or brands or, you know, what's, what kind of niche are you guys kind of gearing towards? Yeah, I think, um, you know, we started out definitely want to do just players. Um, that was definitely something we were strong and heavy on just because, you know, that's where, that's where it's kind of cool and sexy, you know, being with the, the top money earners realistically. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, those big, when you think like big companies and stuff, like they don't need help, they got it. So it's like, all right, well, where do we go from there? And so it's just kind of like anybody that's a small business, like the other day we're talking to a, a, we're looking at a back company. It's just like, that's something so small, but you know, they want to get their product out there to a lot of kids who play wood bat baseball and things like that. For sure. And it's like something small like that. Like who's the, who's the, the dad in their shop or like their back, like a Kevin Plank kind of story, you know, started out with selling Under Armour short or shirts in his car. Yeah. Like that's who we want to help. Like we yeah. want to get those people out there who are like, you know, man, like this is a great product, but you know, you just don't know what you're doing with social media. We got you. Yeah. Like, let us, let us, let us help you. Let so us you don't have to do carry all your weight, you know? Yeah. And, and that goes from, you know, youth organizations to, you know, travel, travel teams and travel organizations to even teams, minor league, major league amateur. I feel like we're so young at this point to where, um, you know, we're open to, to, to who are, to who our niches and sort of develop into that. Um, you know, you can jump in and zero in on, you know, one line of business, but how successful are you going to be if it's so saturated? You know, sports is, is a very saturated market and everybody wants to have a hand in on it. And, you know, we want to be unique in how our approaches and, you know, find out the best clients that gel with us to make sure that we can give them the same thing back. Right. Yeah. You want to be working with people with like with the same goals and like motives as you like you want to work with other driven people but like there's something special like about working with people maybe starting companies just like you guys are like being in that same position as you because that's where like it's like it's like sink or swim right like when like when you like when you start a business like you got to do everything in your power like you got to go the extra mile but you want to also have people in your corner who can relate to you right like you want to be working with other people like you said like if it's a small bat company like Mm-hmm. Even if that's just like a side thing for them right now, like I'm sure if they're doing that, like that's that's a passion of theirs. Like they want to make that like their full time gig. So I think there's something special when like two kind of like sparks are igniting, uh, you know, like two very similar things. So I think like having people around you, like I do the same thing. Like I try to look for other people and talk to people who are like my age, like starting podcasts, like starting their own businesses, like this, that, and the other. And you know, there's something special about like having that, like, have, like being able to relate to them and, like, you know, working for kind of the same, same goals. No, 100%, 100%. And, and you want to have that connection because you want to be able to, you know, to care for it as if it were your own. You know, we're not just, you know, you know doing a service for them. You know, we, we want to be a part of their journey and they want to be a part of ours. You know, we're not just going to, you know, go out there and write a proposal for any company that's out there. We want to make sure that it's aligned with our values and our goals to make sure that, you know, like I said before, that we can grow together and we're on the same page ultimately 
um, you know, when we're, you know, supplying them with whatever we're doing in terms of that project. Right. Like you guys, I think your brand and your company is very versatile too, right? So like mm-hmm. you're, you're able to reach like a, like a wide variety of people, like a wide variety of companies. Uh, and you're not kind of cementing yourself into like working with one niche, like, like I asked earlier, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I just think that that's, it's good to be versatile and not be like kind of pigeonholed. Right? Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. so I, I, I think you guys are doing good by doing that. Thank Appreciate you, it, man. Appreciate Thank it. You. Yeah, absolutely. So like, what are the, what, like, what have you guys been, uh, or like, who have you guys been working with? Like outside of like, maybe like that company that we just talked about, like, are you in talks with like any other companies, players or anything like that? No, for sure. So we, um, we do have a client or, uh, you know, partner, so to speak right now, he's still on the amateur level. Um, he's a golfer. Um, his name is Malta Helt. Um, currently he's finishing up school right now, um, in college, um, and he's planning to, you know, eventually hopefully take that leap in the fall. Um, and you know, right now we're just here as support for him, um, in terms of what we can do for him because he is at the amateur level. Um, and technically he's not a client. So, um, you know, we have, you know, products that we provide for him as well as, you know, some, some feedback that we give to him in terms of the social media scale, but. Um, you know, we're going to be there along the way for him because it is still early in his career. Um, and we do see, you know, a lot of the same um, goals in the forefront for the both of us in terms of how we grow together. Um, and in terms of... I was going to say that man, that man multi-stick. Yeah, I mean... My, man, my man's playing, played uh, college ice hockey and mm-hmm. always playing golf and he's shooting almost like a, a he's, plus... He's shooting, he's, plus, shooting plus two. Yeah, he's shooting plus two. Plus two. Like, yeah, he's been golfing for two years. That's, <laughs> that's our guy. I mean, Malt and I go, go way back. We went to elementary school for two years together and kept that connection. Um, but he played hockey, played juniors, um, and then took the jump and just having a passion for golf and just, you know, hasn't gone back ever since. And um, so that's really something that he's looking forward to, you know, taking, taking on professionally um, as he is getting more attention, um, you know, especially moving on to the fall. Yeah, that's dope what you said right there. You were like, what can we do to support him? Like, what value are you trying to bring him? Like, and you're not like just seeing him as like, all right, like we got him. Like he, like he's ours. Like, no, like you, you want to help, like you want to help him. Like he, and he's obviously working with you guys because he knows that like, you'll be able to have that relationship. Like when, as you go down the road, like. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's, it is business, but like, it's also like you guys have that trust in each other and like he trusts you guys that like you're going to get him where he needs to go. And like, obviously he's going to help you guys along the way too. So it, I think that's the most important thing like in life in general is just like, what value can you bring to someone else? Like, like what can you do for them? Not just like always look for like, Hey, like what can you do for me? You know? Exactly. Exactly. And you know, especially in a world now where, where, you know, someone can go viral for a dunk or for a home run and the next day get called up or get a phone call to say, Hey, come to this trial. Hey, do this. You know, we're someone who's been working their tail off for, you know, two years plus um, and just getting so competitive in terms of his game and working so hard at it on a daily basis. Um, it's, it's just something that we saw that we say, you know, this is, you know, you have a gift here. You know, and this is something that you have to realize and you can make a lot of money and a great career off of this. Sure. Um, and we want to be there for you at the same time. Um, but, you know, take your time. We're not coming aggressively in any sort of approach. But, you know, we want to make sure that digitally and socially that that, that aspect is there. Um, because, you know, at the end of the day, you want to have the strongest brand that you can 
um, especially when that limelight does come because you see it time and time again where some of these college stars or you know professionals where things do happen to come out or uh, or you know something that gets pulled up in the receipts from years ago from you know some NBA players um, <laughs> you just want to make sure that you're you're in the best shape as possible in terms of your brand because that that's all you have you know that's your name and that's stuck with you for the rest of your life yeah golf is again I don't, I don't know much about like the golf market but like it's just interesting like thinking about like personal brands I don't know if it's just like now it's just like the day and age we live where like everybody kind of has has a personal but you kind of have to have a personal brand I feel mm-hmm. like if you're like if you're coming up or even if you're established like yep. uh like you see guys like Brooks Kepka, like you know you hear you hear a lot about him I'm just thinking of like these I don't really know many like of the top golfers, but like uh, Justin like, Thomas, right? Yeah, like uh, Dustin Johnson, like Rory mm-hmm. McIlroy, like these are these are guys. But um, like growing up, it was Tiger Woods, right? Like Tiger. It, was, it was Tiger. It was Tiger. Like he, you had the logo, like Sunday red. <laughs> yeah, right. You wear red on Sundays, but like even like the there was one golf video game, and it was. Tiger Woods, like it was one. Yeah, yeah. It it wasn't like PGA Golf. It was Tiger Woods PGA Golf. Oh yeah. (laughs) Like how important like that brand is, like that personal Mm -hmm. brand and that personal image. So yeah, like it's just it's just funny to think, like, because I don't again, I don't I don't know much about the golf market, but uh, like you know, I think it's definitely something that we're learning a lot about too. You know, we're we're asking Malta to provide us, you know, information so we're prepared you know, to take on those next level, what our boundaries are, because he is still at that amateur level in terms of, you know, some of the business that we can do um, or could potentially do. Um, So, I mean, it is learning process, especially in terms of, you know, how early stages we are in our business. So, you know, I'd say every day, you know, we're developing to learning more and more about, you know, who our identity is as a Moonshot Sports Pro. Right. You guys were both college athletes that's kind of a good segue into like into this but like you guys are both college athletes right so like but I know Austin you play baseball and soccer and then Jalen you play baseball like what have you guys what are you taking like away from like your time playing like college athletics and like kind of like how are you implementing what you learned there into like building your own sports branding and marketing company yeah I think I think it's actually kind of it's definitely helped now um where the NCAA is starting to look at paying uh you know, playing, paying players, I should say, or they can earn money for their likeness. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's not like Austin and I were, you know, D1 athletes here, but, you know, we were D3 athletes, we're small athletes, but we understand, like, you kind of see it from a, from an aspect, aspect, I should say, of like, hey, man, like, I did put a lot of time into this, like, for mm-hmm. a D3 school, like, I put a lot of time, a lot of hours, a lot of, like, a lot of sweat, a lot of tears, right, and it's kind of like, you know, they, they would take your picture and put it on something, it's like, well you are using my face like you know it's not saying like I should earn hundreds of dollars like a D1 athlete like Alabama UCLA Oregon Texas wherever like it's crazy like they you know I remember I visited a friend at University of Florida and just how many football jerseys are selling guys whoever's on the field I think it was like Felipe Franks or something like it wasn't great but like University of Florida that's like 200 almost 100,000 people in the area right there and it's just kind of like yeah man these guys got to get money and I think that's like with the NCAA starting to look into that it helps out with being able to understand, like, you know, maybe there might be a, a niche that you were talking about earlier. Maybe there's that in college athletics. Like, how can we help guys become, you know, start their way to, you know, something you want to be professional? How can you start building your brand now? And, and, and we can relate to that. You know, there's a lot of people who are in the field or in the realm of sports or in the industry itself 
that, you know, might not have played at the highest level or at some of the highest levels, so to speak. Um, you know, we know the time that it took, you know, we know the grind, we know what that is, you know, that's, that's a whole other separate side of business. Um, and, and to, to have that knowledge to go into that, you know, being on the business side, you know, I feel like that's, that's just putting your best foot forward. You know, I feel like having someone that you can relate to that you can trust with your work and yourself and your name, um, that's a key there because if, if, if they don't have that, um, I feel like you're missing out on a part of yourself that, you know, could be put out there. Um, you know, people who might not have gone through the grind, who might not have to wake up at, you know, 4.30 in the morning for a workout or, you know, leave practice until, you know, the lights get turned off. You know, I think it's a different sort of person um, and people who understand that, whether you played sports or have a passion of doing something, um, you know, that's something that's there that, that clients really want to relate to. No, 100%. I mean, like, again, I'm a D3 I'm a D3 football player. I think D3, I think there's something very special to be said about D3. Mm-hmm. Because, and you see, there's, you see kids at, D, at D3 levels that like transfer from D1 levels, that transfer from uh-huh. D levels. Mm-hmm. And the thing that always like sticks out to me about like playing D3 is like that I've really appreciated over like the past couple of years as like, you know, senior season got canceled, like whatever, but the past three years, everybody who plays D3 sports is there because simply because they love it. Like they, they love, love they love, they love the grind. Like they love the competitive nature that it brings. Like, like I'm going crazy right now. I haven't played, I haven't competed or done anything like, right. <laughs> in like months now. And it's, it's just like, so it's, it's just so weird. It's like, I'm so used to like competing every day, like in the weight room, like on the field, yeah. on the track, like no matter what it is, but like D3 athletes. Yourself, exactly. Right. Like, you know, it's always, it's, it, there's a balance too. Like, cause I know like D1, like you can say like, all you want, like, you're like a student athlete, but like obviously like athletics for the most part, like mm-hmm. taking like in, in right. college, like, like no question. Even division two athletes are getting scholarships, like division three athletes, like, and most grant most D3 schools are like very, like very good schools too. Like you, 100%. Yeah, and your teachers aren't like, they're not letting you like slack off and like get away with like, oh, miss, you miss a class, you better make it up. <laughs> right. for sure. So that's the one thing like I, it's to be said about the division three sports is like those, everybody's there because not because they're getting paid or not because they're getting like a scholarship for it. Like they're there because they, they love it. They want, and they want to be there. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. I've always had this argument, you know, with friends and everything like that. Like people are like, Oh, why'd you play D3 baseball? Listen, man, we've got kids who have no business being anywhere near D3 baseball field in terms of talent. And it's like, look at a guy like Duncan Robinson, right? A guy who's playing, you know, getting ready to play in the Eastern Conference Finals, right? Who who played at a D3 school and just played his way up. And, it's, you know, the talent's out there. It's everywhere. Um, ranging from people in the Centennial Conference to to all over the country. Um, and, you know, if it's, if, it's, if it's something that's, you know, getting your fire burning every day to, to get out there and compete, you need to go do it, right? And, you know, as I know, as, as unfortunately you know now, as Jalen knows, you know, the last, that last whistle, you know, you remember that, right. You know, and when it's over, it's over. And I feel like both of us just being in the sports industry was, you know, you know, obviously everyone has the dreams of playing at the highest level. Right. But, you know, still having a foot in there and being able to work with athletes, being able to be, you know, on the field around the whistle, around the sweat and, you know, just feel that energy because that's, you know, how we were raised. I know that's how I was raised. I know that's how Jalen was raised. You know, it's being around that, and that just – that's why we have so much passion for it, I feel like, you know, in terms of, you know, how we want to help people, you know, better themselves, you know, on the field but also off the field. 
Yeah, and there's also like that that balance too, right? So you're not like you're not overly consumed by athletics and like you're you're not pushed out into the real world. Yep. It, it it doesn't work out. Like you don't make it to the pros or you don't go play overseas or like do you know whatever was planned. You know, if you didn't take your education seriously and you didn't utilize all the resources and make as many connections as you could in college, like you're sitting behind the eight ball. Like it doesn't matter how good you were or when yeah. you were in college. Like and that's what I think every division three athlete has like a like kind of like a step above everybody else is just because you know we have these opportunities where we're network right to network and we're not just athletes like we're involved in student senate like you have kids who are like even whatever in like theater or like you know like like i said societies government like honor societies uh like unions like like anything it's they're able to be a part of that they're able to have that real college experience Mm-hmm. you know where they're experiencing and getting these uh like meeting these people where that's going to benefit them down the, down the road in the long run for okay. sure yeah no doubt but so obviously yeah it's 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 very tough uh when like that's a tough conversation just because like again like if you can ball you can ball and like if you can period. play like period right like there's a kid on my team my freshman year roommate who's like on nfl draft boards for small schools like yeah. <laughs> Brian Snow, like where you know where that where that goes, I, I'm 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 pushing for him. He's working his ass off every single day, and that just goes to show you he didn't even play his freshman year. He broke his foot and didn't play his entire freshman year. In two two years of playing D three football, and yeah, look exactly. People's people right. people smell talent, right? right? People smell talent, and 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 you know, this is something that I was preached from at such a young age. You know, my my pops played. Division one baseball at Howard University, and you know, from the start, I said, you know, if you're good, they're gonna find you. You know, before the college process even started, what, did I know what that meant at the time? Not at all. But you know, you know, once you get older, you start to understand. And and you know, at the end of the day, you know, if you're hitting, you know, 400, you know, in Division three conference, you bet you there's gonna be scouts set multitudes of your games during the season right and that's that's ranging from florida to home games to away games and this is something that's on the regular that we saw on a regular basis i remember where so so newman university is where i went we were in the uh colonial states athletic conference um and we had keystone college in our conference top five in the country every year man i'm a freshman there talking about this picture this man came out throwing 96, 97, like a D1 bounce back. I was like, yeah, all right. This guy, this guy has no business being here. Right. Drafted by the Dodgers. And it's just like, stuff like that happens. Like, guys just, whatever reason, find their way back down. You know, your talent will speak for itself. Somebody will give you a chance. I know. Someone's going to give you a chance. Recently, definitely recently. I, I think um, there's a guy from my area from Cinnamons and uh, Matt Gano played football at Wesley College. He's now, I think, an offensive lineman with the Falcons. Like, he just got made their roster. So it's like, wherever you go, I, I feel like for young kids out there or anything like that, whoever eventually, if you know, you ever think about having your kids play college sports one day, just let them go where they're going to play. Like, simple. Like, don't, go, don't be the kids at D1 and sit on the bench. Like, it's cool. You're it's at cool. D1. You get the gear. I don't care. <laughs> you can say that you, you, you know, you you went to a division one school, but you know, I know that when I was getting recruited, it wasn't even in the picture for me to sit on the bench. You know, yeah. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to have, you know, as close to an immediate impact as I could. 
and feel like that I had that shot to it. You know, I didn't want to get stuck at the end to red shirt and, you know, never get a whiff of the field. And that, that, that wasn't who I was. And that wasn't what I was going to put myself through knowing that, you know, I did have that competitive spirit and know in the back of my head that I wanted to be the best in the field at all times, regardless of what sport it was. Yeah. Well, people become egotistical and they, you know, they just want to, I, I think it's also like a, problem with the high schools though because like I went to a Catholic school where I had to wear you know I had to wear like a shirt and tie and like pants like every day at the high school and then at the end of the year we all like for like whatever like the last like month or so we were able to wear like a shirt or like a sweatshirt of whatever college we like decided to go to mm-hmm. and but I, I just thought like now that I, I think about that like it was cool back then like I wore like Dickinson football like sweatshirt like you know proud walking down the hallways or whatever but I think now, like, what about the kids who did, like, who weren't going to, like, a college? Like, what if it wasn't right for them? Like, you know, like, in, like to, nowadays, I feel like you don't, you don't even have to go to college. We're kind of shifting away from sports here. My bad. I was just thinking, like, so there's so many kids. Like, my brother is, like, a very, very talented with, like, mechanical and, like, engineering, all this kind of stuff. But he's always struggled in school, like, you know what if he wants to go to a trade school or like what if like somebody else, like they get a full-time job working after school, like they're not wearing their college sweatshirt down the hallways. And it's like, everything's about like, you know, you want to see what everybody else is doing. And there's like this social hierarchy that everybody's trying to get to the top of. Yeah, sure. Like even see, you see it so subtly like that in schools, like there's so much more behind just wearing the, co- the college sweatshirt that you're going to down the hallway. For sure. Oh, 100%. For sure. And I think definitely it's gotten worse because yeah. Instagram, social media, like, the, mm-hmm. I mean, clout, that's what you call it, man. It's just yeah. like kids out there looking the, for the school reveals, right? You know, the, the, the tens of thousands of dollars school reveals for you know high schoolers who are juniors. Right. It's, yeah. like, it's like, I get it. But at the same time, it's kind of like, you didn't see that when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. You just kind of saw kids been like all right I'm well there was well, there was a coach in the stands you know period you know right. go take a look in the stands oh okay like I got to play today right like that's you know you see that that's that's it's word of mouth you know it wasn't you know people getting shout outs on you know athletic accounts or you know college basketball accounts saying you know so and so's getting an offer overtime here you know shout out to everything that they do but you know yeah just you know helping these people who might not get the offers that they get you know uh uh grow that profile so to say um and to get them and not to say that the talent's not there but it's just so different you know like I said you know you can go viral for a dunk and you got six schools coming out the woodworks and you're in you know midwest Kentucky you know no offense to them but you know it's 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 crazy from from you know how you can get seen or how you can get recruited these days you know it's not just you know three people on a coaching staff you know roaming the country it's it's you got tens and twenties of scouts who are talking on the phones every day, you know, checking off recruits, you know, go deciding with you know who's going to move forward with or who's not. Yeah, that's funny you say that. Like there could be like a absolute like stud baller out in like whatever Cheyenne, Wyoming, or like so you're somewhere yeah. way out there or whatever. You know, you're not going to have many basketball scouts scouts like driving out to Wyoming to like watch a basketball game. Exactly. That's where like the social media aspect comes in and like being able to brand themselves. So I think like just thinking out about it now, like if maybe, what if you guys like act like in like a, like a like smaller market kid, like big, like bigger players and like these smaller markets and, you know, maybe like help them like figure out a way that like they might not, they like, they didn't grow up around like big media markets. Like, I don't know, maybe that could be a way for like, 
you guys to like yeah, yeah. that's sure. definitely looking at oh, 100%. 100%. I mean I'm like I think about playing like college ball like just think about so many guys who came from nowhere like one of my one of my boys and if he ever hears this he'll probably kill me but uh <laughs> his name is Drew Doring from like Wisconsin like, yeah for what like middle of Wisconsin <laughs> playing baseball and it's like they're like, yeah, man, no shot. Like, we're not giving you any chance. Dude's throwing like 82. Yeah. And then when I played with him three and a half years later, my man's throwing 94. I'm like, looking at this guy, like, yo, what are you doing at a D3 school? Like, where was your looks? He was like, oh, I don't know, man. It wasn't a big deal. I'm not hurt. Just went yeah. and played. Just go involved. <laughs> As people do, people ball out. You know, I feel like you get in that mode. And there's a point, I know there was a point in my head when I was getting recruited in high school, or, yeah, in high school where. It just didn't matter. I knew I wanted to play, and that was that was made up in my head. You know, I wanted to find some place I could play. It wasn't any sort of level or some sort of something I wanted to reach for some sort of personal goals. I wanted to go someplace where I was going to get the best out of my experience and to still be able to have a life, you know, off the field and develop those relationships, both, you know, personally and professionally to better myself for where we are now. Because if that didn't happen, if I got stuck at the, you know, end of a bench somewhere at, you know, some Division One school, would I have been on the track to where I am now? Would Moonshot be around when I've met Jayla? You know, right. you never know. Right. Every little thing, it's, it seems to just fall into place, like, for good. Like, I felt about that. Like, same thing with, the, with quarantine and everything. I was like, okay, if, I, if this didn't happen, like, would I have, like, been feeling down? Like, would I have seen all these, like, negative things in the news and, like, inspired me to, like, do what I'm doing now? Like, start this mm-hmm. podcast, start posting on social media, start building, like, you said my personal brand too like as it goes beyond sports like if you're trying to get ahead in anything like your own personal brand like especially Mm -hmm. if you're not in sports you know no yeah crazy Uh, yeah everything every little thing just seems to fall into place uh also one thing i picked up like you just said in that one sentence was um like you were looking for the place that felt right like that place that felt home like where you knew like you would be able to play like it would just be the right fit for you uh, I remember your senior year when, like, Dickinson Athletics, Red Devil Sports Network, they did, uh, the like, a fire burns in every Red Devil type of thing. And it was, mm-hmm. like, as soon as, the, as soon as I turned the corner, I knew. As soon as I turned the corner, I knew. And, like, I remember seeing you in that video. So, like, that just uh, – I don't know why. It's just like, nostalgia from, like – 100%. That. As soon as I touched foot on campus, you know, you just get that feeling. You know, even if – I know some people who might not have been the same scenario as me to where they're – you know, waiting to hear back from other schools, you know, whatever happens, you know, it's going to happen, but, you know, you, you move on with it, right? And if you're unhappy, you know, you can find another place. Transferring is always an option, right? And especially in sports, you know, people do it all the time. And, you know, that wasn't going into, I wasn't going into my you know, college career thinking that, but at the same time, I was comfortable with saying, you know, what, I'm going to try to have the best experiences I can. And, you know, whatever happens, happens. I hope to love it, which I did. Um, and, you know, I'm happy I wasn't in that group of people who, you know, might not have had the best athletic experience at their college or university. Um, but, you know, I, I, I thought I gave it all I had. And, you know, I, I knew as soon as I got, I got there, you know, you get that feeling and, you know, it, it just goes by so fast. You know, it goes by so fast and it feels like, you know, that it was only, you know, so many, so many days ago where, you know, you're going on that short list of, traveling to schools and, you know, seeing if you're going, you're like in this admissions department or this admissions department or you know, having the interviews here, but. You know what solidified it for me? Like knowing that I made the right choice playing D3. First day, like first year I graduated, like in 2016, I remember just being like, 
watching college basketball, like NCAA tournament. I remember watching like some, just like the student section, like they showed like random kids crying. I'm like, bro, what are you crying for? What are you crying? Like, and I was like, that could never have been me. I just no. couldn't, I, like I couldn't have gone to a school and just cared about the school so much, like gone and supported. Like, yeah, I'd have gone to the games probably, but like, <laughs> it wouldn't have been me. But like, no. I, I couldn't, I, I wouldn't be like so invested. I'd be like, all right, like, that was a cool game to watch, mm -hmm. but like, I'm not crying over it. So it was just like, I think I knew, it was like, for me, it's always just like, yeah, man, cares if it was D3. Like, I love it. So I like, competed, love the like, love the grind of it, miss it. Like, did I hate it? Did I hate it at the time? Sure. But like, you know, you love, you kind of, I think for me, it was just kind of, you miss the grind, really. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I, I think it's funny you said that. Uh, like, cause I have friends that go to big schools like Penn State or like, you know, they're where they're, Post, they're all posting about like the football, like when the Big Ten canceled. They're posting about like being sad, and like you said, like just being upset. Like obviously, like I get it. Like I get it. There's, but no, there's like not waking up at six a.m. to drink, <laughs> waking up to go lift. <laughs> thing that's like that's what's like gets separated. Like you know, like walking around, like you you see those those people on like a Thursday night. Like they're like everybody's like excited for like going out on the Thursday night. Like. For us, like when I have a game on a Saturday, like going out on a third, like when my friends go out on Thursday, I'm like, I don't think I'm ever going out on a Thursday. Like either have like a game on Saturday or in the all season, like Friday morning, like six a.m. lifts. Like, yeah, <laughs> like so it's it's just like it's just it's one or the other, <laughs> right? Like it's just a, it's a whole different world, man. Like really, really is. Yeah, without doubt. Yeah, it's. I I, I don't know. I, I agree. I, I don't think I could have done that. I don't think I would have like got so invested into like a sport into like a college team. I'd be like, I'd be like, man, like those kids are my age. Like I should be out there right now. Like yeah, I'd be like, I need to get on the field now. Right. Like I could probably go at least like hold my own on the practice squad. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right, like let me get let me get I slapped get around. Let me get slapped around on the practice squad. At least I'm on the team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I was like, nah. But that, I couldn't do that. That's not that's not me either. Like there's I feel like there's so many kids who ride the bench or like just get beat up in practice on these d1 teams like, yeah you gotta play yeah on to a d3 school and been like all conference shined shined good play but you know like we said people just do it for the, the clout the do it for the clout recognition i guess just like cool man you went there but like you didn't play mm -hmm. i mean not gonna call out names but well, I played high school basketball with. <laughs> I played at Oklahoma. You know, you know, it is what it is. And what it you know, is. If, if that's what people have their mindset on. That's what people have their mindset on. And that's their grind. That's their choice because they go to the same hours of work that, you know, we put in, if not more, you know, that other people put in. So, you know, respect to that. But at the same time, I knew that for, for myself and Jalen, you know, we wanted, uh, we wanted to compete. You know, I, like I said, I wanted to try to be the best person on the field as I could and, 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 and have a chance to be on the field, you know, not get labeled as someone who's, you know, a backup's backup and, 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 you know, put so much time and years into it, you know, the seeing yourself shine at such a high level. And, you know, once you get to school, I know, you know, it, that, you know, everyone's all state, you know, everyone's all county, everyone's all area. Right. And, and that's, that's a, that's a gut check. As soon as you get there in the preseason, you start to, you know, see people weigh in, you know, guys coming down the hallways with all the trophies or, or all the protein coming in. You know, it's, it's, you know, everyone, everyone's coming from something. And so once you get there, you know, everyone's at a high level and you know, respect to everyone who does compete and, and put the work in to do so. 100%. Uh, you know, kind of, wrap, kind of getting to like the end here, kind of wrapping it up. I just want to know, like, you know, what do you guys see? Where do you guys see Moonshot going? Like, 
in the next like you know couple of months like years like you know what what's what's the plan going forward like i'm so i believe i believe so much in what you guys are doing right like i see i see that there's like a need for what you guys are doing and that's like when businesses are built that's how they flourish is like when they find a need they're able to provide value to others and you know they put like others above themselves and i see you guys doing that so i'm like i'm just really curious as to what, what you guys see for yourself going forward no, for sure. I think, you know, first off, we do have some things in the works right now. So, you know, do stay tuned with our Instagram. Of course. Um, you know, we will give some hints as to what's going on. Um, so, you know, we are working, looking for new clients, working with current clients, um, and just planning out what the landscape's going to be for us. You know, right now we're in a weird time with sports and sports industry is really volatile. Yeah. Um, so it's just, you know, going with the flow and seeing how things shake out. You know, we're hoping to get an NFL season in, right? Kickoffs tomorrow. Looking forward to that, seeing the reigning champs play. Um, but at the same time, are we going to get through at least eight games, right? right. So it's, it's, it's playing the industry by ear at the same time, keeping our ear to the streets um, and, 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 you know, getting any hints that we can in terms of how the industry is going to turn or what, what's good with the leagues in terms of drafts. Because everything got so shaken up this year, right? You think you figure so many people who haven't gotten that shot, you know, in terms of playing professional baseball and major league baseball or minor league baseball, where you know getting you know thirty five rounds eliminated from you know thirty five or thirty teams across the board. There, it's 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 crazy to think about. You know, there's some shots that were taken away, but at the same time, hopefully, you know, everything does happen for a reason. Um, we are staying close with the, you know, likeness and NCAA legislations in terms of players that are getting paid by, on their name. Um, so those will be coming out or, or continuously coming out and will be coming out in the coming months. Um, and and just, just looking for clientele. You know, we're looking to help people, looking to build our brand, um, uh, looking to build our team. You know, we do have a small team. Um, we have four right now currently. Um, who are located another one in the DC area, another one in New York city. Um, so we're all over. Um, and we're looking at, you know, again, have a presence in everything, every sport, you know, all parts of the industry in terms of gaming, um, youth organizations and on up. Um, so I feel like right now we're doing a, we're trying to, you know, get our footprint in there and just establish ourselves as well as figure out who we are and what our, uh, what our company profile will look like down the line. That's great. Like, I mean, you, it comes with trial and error, right? You're going yeah. to find what works. You're going to find what doesn't work. You know, you're going to make connections along the way. And I think, like, just consistently, like, posting and, like, reaching out to more people, like, the more and more connections and, like, you build, like, kind of like a community, kind of like a family. We all support each other, like, this big okay. web of, like, support system. So, 100%. I think I think that's dope. I got to ask you guys, who is going – like? Who's coming out of the Eastern Conference Finals, though? Like, I – My Miami Heat, because we like that. He's a, he's a Heat and knock, on, knock on wood. Listen, Dwayne Wade, that's my man. Love him. I'm not, a, I'm not one of those Bron came to the Heat kind of fans. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> you know, I was, there, I was there. I was there. I remember in high school, like, one year. I think freshman year. So, I think, like, 08. I think we won, like, 10 games, bro. I think – 06. I got the Heat, man. I got, I got to support my man, Jimmy. Jimmy Butler. That's, that man just loves to fall. He's a top tier competitor. That man could have been at a D three school in this exactly and came out still. That that he had that mind. That's a D three mindset. That's there. the mindset. Put the work in. Compete. But yeah, I mean, he, yeah. You you heard the story of him like after like what his like his first or second year in the league. He would he went like 
he went like off the grid and just like played ball like and like got like oh he yeah. got rid of the TVs in his house everything everything he just balled and trained like all day for like all that's awesome, man that's the grind the grind's different for everybody right I mean, you got some people who, who honestly do that and you got other people who can just show up it's crazy it's crazy stuff. it's crazy thing I think wait till I just watch Tyler Hero man with Jimmy Butler dude he can ball dude but Jimmy though like I'm a I'm a diehard Sixers fan, so no. it's it's just a big slap in the face. <laughs> that whole organization is just it's going down the toilet. But uh, uh, they'll figure it out, man. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. Yeah. Anyway, fellas, like really appreciate you coming on tonight. I had a lot of fun talking to you guys. Look forward to following you guys, uh, supporting you as any way I can. And yeah, man, I I just think you guys. I wish you guys the best, and I know you're gonna crush it. For sure, Dom, you know, we really appreciate you having us. Um, you know, everyone out there, uh, appreciate you guys watching and listening in. Um, follow us, Moonshot Sports Co. Sir. Across Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. And Facebook. And Facebook. See, we have coming for you guys. Um, we also do have a biweekly, so to speak, uh, newsletter, sort of a content collection. Um, right now, that page is in the works right now for our website, but we're hoping to get that back on track. But just stay tuned. Do have a gear drop, um, proceeds being donated uh, to Nationals Youth Academy um, in Washington, D.C. Uh, both Jalen and I are coaches there, um, just helping some inner city youth, um, you know, play baseball for free. Um, so hopefully, you know, help them and make an impact ourselves in terms of moonshot. Um, and, and, yeah, we appreciate you having us, Jalen. Yeah, man. It was great. Appreciate it, bro. Of course. Yeah, I'll put all that, uh, I'll put all that stuff in the show notes, too. So everybody will have access, quick access to that, which is dope. Um, yeah. Yeah, guys. All right. I'll talk to you. Awesome. Hey, appreciate appreciate you, Don. What's up, guys? Me again. Thanks for listening to today to today's episode. Sorry about that. A little bit of stutter there. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. I, again, I had a lot of fun talking to those guys. Uh, I just want to remind you guys to subscribe to the newsletter. Follow me on social media. Tell your friends about this, you know, write a review, subscribe, comment, just get the word out there on YouTube, subscribe, like, whatever. I think that we all need a little bit of a pick me up and that's what I'm trying to do. I only release one episode a week now. I think these, these people that I'm having on as, as guests, you know, they're just like me. They're, they're trying to figure out their way in the world. A lot of them, some of them haven't figured out, but a lot of them are just starting off doing things and uh you know they're really doing inspiring stuff and they're inspiring me inspiring me to do better every day and continue to bring value to everybody so you know again follow us on social media like us comment whatever it it uh it reaches a lot more people when you guys do that i really appreciate all the support i'm super grateful for you guys and i wouldn't be where i'm at without you and let's keep going higher